Hello, and welcome back to the My Mind Matters podcast. As always, I am your host, Struan Garvey, and I would like to welcome you to episode four. If this is the first time you are listening to this podcast, then I'd like to welcome you. However, if you have listened before, I'd like to welcome you back, and I really hope you enjoy this episode. So I thought I would start off by giving a weekly update on my anxiety, as I always do. And truth be told, I've been quite stressed this last week, actually. I've had a lot of university work and other things going on, and it's all culminated together into making me feel pretty stressed. However, I've not let it get on top of me or become overwhelming. I've been able to deal with it quite well, actually, to be honest. In fact, probably better than I would have this time a year ago with university work as well, thanks to various coping techniques and other things that I've learned over these past 12 months to help with my anxiety. So that's been good. One of the most simplest ways I found is literally just taking a break from studying, taking a break from working, and just finding time to relax in the day, doing some pleasurable activities. And yeah, it's been great. And of course, one of the things that I talk about all the time is my running. This past month, at the time of recording, it's now the end of November, which means it's also the end of Movember. So I've shaved my moustache off, which I'm sure a lot of people will be happy. Then again, I'm not sure if many people would even have considered it to be a moustache, but that is the case. I ran over 100 kilometres across the month. I would have liked to have done more, but as I mentioned, with all my university work and other things going on, I simply didn't have time to, to fit that many runs into my monthly calendar. But this is the first time I've properly taken part in the Movember Foundation. Of course, in the past, I have tried to grow my beard and my moustache and said that I'm doing it for Movember. But this is the first year I've actually raised money for it. And to be honest, it felt amazing. It still does feel amazing, to be perfectly honest. I've never really done a fundraiser like this before or a charitable event such as this one where I'm literally just running, posting things on social media and people are donating money to me. Obviously, it's for a great cause. Of course, the Movember Foundation linked with mental health, stopping men dying too early, other things such as testicular and prostate cancer. You can find more about Movember on the Movember article on the website, so be sure to check that one out. But yeah, it's been absolutely fantastic. Of course, I did an interview as well with one of the team captains of Team 1440. That was the team that I was part of for Movember, so be sure to check that one out as well through the website. But yeah, we're, we've now ended Movember. As I say, I've shaved the moustache off. It's, it's over now, but I'm so happy that I did it. It's one of these things that I think throughout my life I'm going to try and take part in it as often as I can. Every time November rolls around, I'm going to try and grow a moustache at least. I might not be able to, to run as I am this year. I might have other things going on. I might need to take part in another way. And that's the great thing about Movember is that over the years, more and more activities have emerged that you can take part in to do Movember. And more celebrities are getting involved in it as well. The profile is being raised. It's, it's just fantastic, to be honest. And I would encourage as many men out there to take part in it as possible because even if you don't raise that much money, even if you raise no money at all, it's the thought that counts, it's what it's for, it's what you're doing and I think it's absolutely fantastic to be honest. I don't have an exact total for what Team 1440, that was the team that I was part of for November, I don't have the exact total about what the money was raised because frankly we don't know yet, donations are still coming in, there's not been an exact total so it's, it's difficult even though the month is over some donations are still coming in so... I think by about the middle of December, towards the end of December, around Christmas time, we'll probably know an exact figure. I mean, last year as well, the exact total raised by Team 1440 didn't come out until later on in the year 2020 anyway, so it's quite hard to know exactly when the final total will come out, but at the moment the total is looking very good. I don't want to jinx it by saying what it is, just in case it doesn't increase from here on, but yeah, it is looking really good at the moment, and... I feel a lot of pride, to be honest, to have contributed. Not that much, truth be told, to the overall tally, but I have contributed to the tally, and for me, that's what's important. 
I hope as well that part of my contribution is not only money, but hopefully inspiring other people. It sounds a little bit corny and a bit cringy to say that, but I genuinely do hope that the work I have done this year with Movember, posting stuff on social media, interacting with people, has hopefully encouraged a few people to say, well, maybe I'll give that a go last year, because to be honest, that's how I got involved. I saw people talking about it last year, and I thought, hey, I can run quite well now. I've been running for 18 months. Since the start of lockdown, to be honest, is when I started running. I figured that, well, why not? Why not just run for charity? And I, and I absolutely enjoyed it. It was fantastic. My legs probably didn't enjoy it as much as my mind did, but after all, my mind matters, doesn't it? Good jokes, Drew, and right, let's get on with the rest of the podcast, because the main topic of today's podcast is going to be about Christmas. Of course, the end of November and November. I'm going to keep getting those words jumbled up at times, I think. I'm going to say one when I really mean the other one. But at the moment, November has ended, and that means it's the start of December. And we are now legally allowed to play Christmas songs and watch the films. I think that is now legally acceptable. To be perfectly honest, I have been listening to Christmas songs for the past month, especially when running. It is absolutely fantastic. I realise that... Some people would prefer motivational heavy metal music to get them over the hill, quite literally when running, but I do quite like listening to Michael Bublé sing White Christmas, if I'm being honest, that that makes me feel happy. But yet we're now in December, Advent calendars are being opened, songs are being played, it's absolutely fantastic. Where I live in Scotland, there's no snow, so hopefully that can come later, hopefully we can see a White Christmas. But yeah, I'm absolutely buzzing, to be honest, that it's Christmas time. It's my favourite time of the year. There's just so many different elements that I love about it. Obviously, Christmas Day itself is fantastic. Interacting with family, the food. Oh my God, the food. But also, just the build-up to it. I love Advent calendars. I love Christmas music, as I've said. I've been listening to that for months. I've got a list of all the different Christmas films. I do this every single year. I don't know if this is perhaps a little bit cringy or maybe a little bit sad, but I have a list of Christmas films that I need to watch before Christmas Day, because in my opinion, movies cannot be watched after Christmas Day. I can watch them prior to it, I can't watch them after. Once Christmas Day and the 25th of December has happened, you're no longer allowed to watch Christmas films. You can still listen to music, but that's just one of my weird personal rules. So I've got a list of films that I have to get through, but before I actually start watching them properly, I need to make sure that I finish with my uni work so it's seen as a reward. That's how I like to do it, and to be honest, I just love Christmas. I adore it so much. I don't have a specific favourite song, but my favourite film is It's a Wonderful Life. I love It's a Wonderful Life. It is just fantastic. I didn't actually watch it until I think I was about 17. I'm 21 now, so you know I didn't watch it for much of my life, but then the first time I did, oh my god, I was blown away. It was absolutely fantastic. I mean, I know from the outside, a black and white film maybe doesn't appeal to many people. 1947, I believe it was made just after World War II. That's incredible, but it's an unbelievable film. It's absolutely fantastic. I could watch it time and time again. To be honest, I could watch it about four days in a row and I wouldn't get tired. When they sing Auld Lang Syne at the end, oh my god, tear to the eye stuff. It's it's absolutely fantastic. The story is great. Oh, it's, it's, it's absolutely amazing. But that's just one of the many films that you can watch. And as I'm speaking now, I'm speaking with a lot of joy and it helps with my anxiety. Sitting down, watching a film. I've mentioned a few times that I enjoy watching films as a way of escaping from reality. Christmas films are just fantastic. And it's also a bit of a schedule around this time because... Once we finish with school, university, colleges, or if you're not working regularly, or if you have gone on holiday, you don't really have that much structure to your days around Christmas time. So to have all these films that I have to get through, to me, it not only brings enjoyment, it also brings a bit of a structure, and I absolutely love it. 
I don't have a particular order that I have to watch them in, nor is there a specific day, like I have to watch one on Christmas Eve, that's the tradition. It's nothing like that. I simply just have a list and I'll watch them whenever I can. I'll normally save my favourite ones till the end in the build-up, but even then there's not a specific day when or when I can't watch them. It's just when I have time, watch the film, enjoy the film. It's great. Of course, last Christmas, haha, <laughs> pun intended, 2020, Christmas was quite different. I remember the hashtag Christmas is cancelled was trending because of the Delta variant and a lot of things were happening and Christmas wasn't the same and I'll be brutally honest, when it was first announced, it hit me hard. It hit me really hard, to be honest. I didn't say anything to anybody, I didn't mention it, but I was really gutted. The fact that I wouldn't get to see all of my family, I wouldn't get to do Christmas in the same way as usual. I'm a man who likes things to be the same. Do you know what I mean? I'm not like Sheldon Cooper from The Big Bang Theory who hates any kind of change but I don't like drastic changes. I do like things to be the way they are. I can accept change and I'm happy to, to adapt, to improvise, overcome to whatever changes are made, but I do like tradition in that sense that I do like to see the same things happen at Christmas time or the same things happen at New Year, Easter, etc. so on and so on. So to see Christmas be changed, and not just slightly changed, massively, a drastic change to Christmas to me was really disappointing. It hurt. It did. I didn't like the fact that Christmas was going to be different because, as I said earlier in the podcast, it's my favourite time of year and for me, in my eyes, Christmas has to be perfect. Again, I, I don't know why I say this. I don't know why it has to be perfect. I know it's a really difficult time of the year for other people and they struggle financially and obviously that can lead to anxiety as well. I don't understand why. I always make it out in my head as if it has to be perfect and if it's not, I'll be disappointed. I think that's just another common example of me putting too much thought into it and just overthinking things. And so for me, when it was changed last year, it was different. On Christmas Day, it was fine. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't actually that bad. Again, it was in my head. It was going to be terrible. In reality, it was fine and it was great. And it was just like any other Christmas. In fact, it was probably one of the most memorable Christmases a lot of us will have. Zooming people on Christmas Day, you know, obviously you, you phone people, but having a Zoom call for a certain period of time is just so different and just crazy. I remember as well last year, I actually went for a walk with my family. And it was great because I'd, I'd never done something like that Christmas morning. Normally you're too busy opening presents when you're a kid, drinking when you're an adult. But I just went for a walk for like an hour and it was cold, it was nice, it was a wee bit a wee bit snowy, not too white Christmas. It was icy, I guess is the way to describe it. And it was just great. It was nice to get out. And a lot of people were doing the same. So many people that you bumped into, not literally, COVID of course, so many people that you met on the walk were saying, I've never done this before, this is absolutely great. And I think a lot of people will do that again this year, even if restrictions are eased, because it's a new tradition. And maybe I'll be disappointed if we don't do it the same this year. So yeah, it was all about improvising and adapting and overcoming the situation last year. But I think over the past 18 months, humanity has done that pretty well with COVID, to be honest. We've had to improvise in certain situations and adapt and overcome to, to the new restrictions and the new world that we live in. Of course, though, on paper, Christmas 2021, of course that was 2020 I'm talking about, I always find that funny with Christmas, I don't know if anybody else is the same, but whenever you think about a Christmas, you always forget what year it is because it's right at the end. So in the back of my mind, when I think about last Christmas, I still think it's 2021, even though it was 2020, because it's one of the final things that happens, and the Christmas that's coming up, I feel like is 2022, because we're so close to the end of the year. Anyway, as I'm saying, Christmas 2021, looked as if it was going to be normal, restrictions were eased all around Great Britain, however there has been the emergence of the new Omicron variant and it's crazy to think that the last time I recorded one of these podcasts it didn't exist and now 
it's causing a lot of fear and panic. You know, there's there's going to be an article on the website as well about the new variant, so be sure to check that out. And of course, what it means for people's anxiety. But for me, straight off the bat, I was thinking another one. It's back to that meme of, oh, not another one. But it, it really was another variant that's come out. And you're thinking, you know, I'm double vaxxed. I'll hopefully get a booster at some point soon. But I'm thinking, how, how is this going to affect that? How is this going to affect my livelihood? How is this going to affect my health? And probably the wrong thing to be thinking. But when I first heard the news, one of my first reactions was, how is this going to affect Christmas? Christmas is my favourite time of the year. I don't want it to be changed again. I thought it was going to be back to normal. I thought I was going to get to meet family and friends as I used to do in the past. And all of a sudden, my mind started racing. I started overthinking. I started jumping to conclusions. I was all over the place, to be honest. And this was actually in university when I learned about this new this new variant. We were doing a news day and I'm supposed to be concentrating. I was presenting sports that day and I'm supposed to be concentrating on that. In the back of my mind, I'm just constantly thinking about this new variant, what it's going to mean. I, for one, would never not wear a face covering in public transport, in a shop, everywhere. I'm very, very, again, I think my anxiety contributes towards this, but I'm very, very safe. You know, I would never take off my mask unless I'm basically outside or if I know it's completely safe to take it off. On public transport, it's basically glued to my face, to be honest. I go into university with the little bottles of hand sanitizer. And by the end of the day, there's about a quarter to a fifth of it left. It really does just go because I use it so much. I mean, looking at my hands now, they are very dry because of how much hand sanitizer I use and probably overuse. I'm not like a germa, germaphobe, is that the correct term? I'm not somebody who hates germs, but I do overthink and do panic a lot about these sort of things. But maybe I have just described a germaphobe there without realising that I am one. Anyway, back to the Omicron and Christmas. Does anyone else think of Futurama, by the way, when they hear the term Omicron, obviously in the Greek alphabet, but Omicron per se I ate. I think the, the alien lure from the planet Omicron per se I ate always springs to my mind and I, I cannot get that out of my head. That's possibly a coping technique that I'm using with it, is that whenever I hear Omicron, I just instantly think to lure from the TV show Futurama and it does sort of help me, help me smile, help me laugh and get over it. And as I said, I am a bit of a panicker, a worrier, I get stressed. So seeing that there was a new variant, obviously it was going to worry me. And then a few cases popped up in the UK. And then I think nine at the time of recording this podcast have sprung up in Scotland. And I'm obviously now thinking, oh, how is this going to affect Christmas? What's going to happen? And obviously the fears of another lockdown are happening. Again, as I'm recording this podcast, I believe Austria, Belgium and the Netherlands are in lockdown. Austria are in their fourth one. So with hope the UK won't enter another one but nothing is set in stone that is one thing that this pandemic has taught us is that nothing at all is set in stone and although it doesn't seem like we're going to go into a lockdown and as bad as it may seem I I still think it is a possibility and if it does happen again at Christmas I think I've said it before over these past 18 months humanity has become great at improvising adapting and overcoming and I think we may need to do that again at this Christmas but what I think is good this year is I'm preparing myself for it. I'm coming to terms with it. Last year, it was sprung on. I think it was around the, the 19th or the 20th of December when Boris Johnson made the announcement that it was going to be quite different. And it was so close to Christmas that it was difficult to really get your head around it and come to terms with it. This year, however, though, because of what happened last year and it was the end of November, this new variant came out, I think I've got time to come around and say, look, Christmas might be different again. We don't know for certain, but the way things are going, it could very easily be the same as 2020. And for that reason, we just need to be prepared for it and we just need to accept what's going to happen. And to be perfectly honest, I think 
again, with all these things I've learned about anxiety over the past 12 months, I think I'm going to have a much better time handling it this year than I would have last year. I think I'm definitely going to be a lot more relaxed when it comes to it and just ease myself into Christmas, whatever shape or form that, that may be, because at the end of the day, Christmas is what you make of it. Do you know what I mean? As I say, there's traditions, but everybody has different traditions. Everyone has a different favourite song, a different favourite film, a different favourite item at dinner. I personally love pigs in blanket, but it used to be stuffing. That used to be my favourite thing. In fact, to be honest, it used to be pudding. That was my favourite thing. There's another debate. Would you use the term pudding or would you stick by dessert? Personally, I like pudding because I'm, I like it. I think it's a Scottish thing as well, potentially, but I digress. It's going to be different. We're going to have to adapt. We're going to have to overcome it. A couple of bits of improvisation in the middle of it as well but I think I'm going to be a lot better this year than I was last year to be honest and I think obviously my anxiety hopefully as well will stay lower this year. Of course though one week after Christmas another big event is New Year and this is probably the event that I genuinely am not fussed about which is strange given how much I love Christmas. I've never been a massive fan of New Year. I like celebrating a new year, I like going into it, I like drinking with friends, that's definitely a positive of it but it's not an event that I really look forward to nor is it something that I'm planning months ahead in advance quite often my new year plans are determined within that week between Christmas and New Year and a lot of my pals just decide then right what are we doing where are we going what are we drinking of course only when we were 18 prior to that it was with parents and doing stuff like that but it's never it's never an event I'm that happy and fussed about but obviously it was so badly affected by covid because of how many people would often gather how many people would go to certain places even if it wasn't at friends or pals houses if it was at big venues obviously that had to change drastically as well so it's it's definitely one of these events and occasions that changes so much through covid19 and i guess it's just something that we'll have to get on with as well i quite often use the term that new year is overrated and i do stand by that i don't think it's as big as it's made out to be i think Fair enough. Fair enough. People love the event. Fair enough. People love doing what they do with it. For me personally, it's just a day of the year that we get to celebrate and do things. So it's definitely not one that I I count down the days to. Thankfully, advent calendars do that for Christmas for me, so I don't need to worry about counting down the days. I remember as well, we used to have the apps that would tell you in like June and July how far away Christmas was. And it wouldn't just be the days or the weeks or the months. It would be the seconds, the hours, the minutes. It would be all these things to tell you how close Christmas was. It was absolutely ridiculous. But yeah, it's just one of these things, as I say, New Year could be very different, Christmas could be very different, and this year I'm just going to get on with it, and I'm just going to deal with my anxiety the best way I can, use the different coping techniques that I've learned, different distraction things, pleasurable activities, I think I'll do a lot of pleasurable activities over Christmas, or as much as I can anyway, I'll try and run, hopefully, every day. That may change depending on how much I've had to eat on Christmas Day, may affect if I actually run on Christmas Day or Boxing Day, but I'm certainly going to try and run for at least 15 days out of the 31 in December, so hopefully that will help with my anxiety. And obviously taking a break from university as well over the Christmas period I think will be good. I've still got work on things such as dissertation, so I'm obviously not going to be stopping completely, but just not having that stress and that close deadline I think will definitely help just ease my stress and just sort of ease me into the Christmas period as I mentioned I love it a lot and yeah it's definitely something that I'm going to take easy take it with a pinch of salt at times if things get bad if lockdown announcements happen if changes occur if whatever goes ahead goes ahead I'll just get on with it as best I can and try and deal with it in the best possible way and hope that my anxiety doesn't get too bad and if it does 
I'll deal with it in the best ways that I've learned. Or again, if it gets too bad, I'll speak to a professional because quite often that is the best solution to helping with anxiety. And obviously, as I mentioned there, Christmas, New Year, that brings me to what my goals are for 2022. That is 2022 to be to be precise. And I think just, just straight up, I'm not gonna talk about my various goals. Hopefully I will graduate from university. That's coming up in April, May of 2022. But in terms of anxiety, I just, I just want my anxiety to be the same as it has been in recent weeks since the summer. I want it to be manageable. I don't want it to ever, to ever get to the way it was at the start of the summer in 2021 this year. I don't want it to ever reach that level again. That is one of my goals, to make sure that I'm in control of it as best as I can be and to speak to somebody before it gets too bad, you know. I don't want it to be like a bomb that explodes or a clock that counts down or something like that. I don't want it to be a ticking occurrence, a time bomb. I want to stop it before it does go off. You know, the red wire, the blue wire, whichever one it is, I don't want it to get too bad. And for that reason, I'm gonna try my best to stay on top of my anxiety and to not overcome it. I don't think I can ever overcome anxiety, truth be told, but make it more manageable and just get on with it at times and help when I can with other people's anxiety perhaps or upload more content to the My Mind Matters website. And I think on that note, I'm going to bring episode four of the My Mind Matters podcast to an end. I hope you've enjoyed hearing about Christmas and, well, hopefully not enjoyed hearing about the Omicron variant. Do hope you've enjoyed hearing about Movember, of course. As I say, there's going to be a Movember article on the website. Be sure to check that out. Be sure to check out the content there, the interviews that I've done relating to Movember. And also check out Team 1440's page, the money that we've raised. As I say, hopefully it will continue to grow. And yeah, it's an absolutely fantastic cause. I want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas, I guess as well, I should technically say, speaking about Christmas for so long and a Happy New Year as well. And yeah, thanks very much and I'll see you next time.